Hey everybody, and we're back for another episode of our current event show. I'm David Thomas, and we're without a guest host today because we're trying to start our podcast by inciting dialogue that would allow you to comment on it, and we're going to build from that. And we'll build topics and subject matter that deal, uh, stream from your comments. On today's episode, is about the coronavirus because we're currently dealing with coronavirus. Coronavirus is a virus or a disease that has been considered one of the world's uh, pandemics that has been destroying our country and the world. Um, it's been killing people, and, and at first they had uh, different situations. But I'm going to read this excerpt that's coming from an article I found online. And basically, it talks about this. <clears throat> It talks about the recent news that a highly transmission SARS-CoV-2 lineage original detected in the United States Kingdom, United Kingdom, oh, excuse me, in the United States, that spread to the United States. So it came to the United Kingdom, that spread to the United States. And it serves as a reminder that it remains critical to continue to investigate the current crisis, characterize the virus strains further and monitor the virus spread at the population level in order to assess the effectiveness of containment strategies, including a vaccine. The new SARS-CoV-2 lineage B.1.1.7 poses a challenge to these efforts, according to the European Century, but is Center for Disease and Control and Prevention. While it is known and expected that viruses uh, constantly change the mutation leading to the emergence of new variants. Preliminary analysis in the UK suggests that this variant is significantly more transmissible than previous circulating viruses, or oh, excuse me, variants. The new lineage B117 is characterized by 17 mutations that cause amino acid changes, eight of which occur in the gene for the spike S protein the Applied Biosystems TAGPATH COVID-19 Combo Kit, which uses a RT-QPCR test to detect SARS-CoV-2 in multiple countries, contains an S gene targeting one of these regions where there is the deletion of amino acids, oh, excuse me, amino acids 69 and 70. Because the multi-target design of this I say, overall, test sensitivity should not be impacted by the B117 variant. Okay, well, basically, I'm looking at this and it's saying that even though we have vaccines that may cover the basic strand, one basic strand, which is, uh, I guess, the strand that was most popular to hit us, um, that these variants are just as deadly as the actual COVID that we have been vaccinated about. So basically they're saying take the COVID vaccine, which is will only cover the, I guess, the original version of the COVID virus situation. What today I'm telling you to do, I'm not telling you to do, but my understanding of this is that the variance is what we're fighting now after the vaccine, which is what brings us, what brings us current. I want to know what are your ideas? What are your thoughts on that? Do you wear a face mask 
um, when you go out in public? Hmm? Um, still today, after you've been vaccinated, are you going to get the vaccine? What do you think about the efforts of our government to produce the vaccine? Well, I would like you to take a moment and as we conclude this episode of our current event show, we ask you to always include your information. Go ahead and give us your input and how you feel about the stories and, or, and how they affect you. Um, of course, we always look for a way to get the truth and facts out there disregard to what our systems which control our entities and our enterprises um, think or do. So we want to hear from you, the people. So take a moment to find out a way to communicate to our platform so that we may be able to discuss issues that you want to talk about. And this could be a place that you go to to get informative information and information that, you know, that that are facts and truth that we have verified. And uh, hopefully you, you will be able to verify as well um, by following what we're discussing and then maybe going to, to review information yourself. Otherwise, I want to thank you guys for joining us. And once again, drop a message about this topic or other topics that you may want to discuss. Thank you. And I'm David Thomas. And we're giving you current affairs on your entertainment, on your politics, and your current affairs. Whatever current affairs they will include the both. Well, I'm saying so long for now. And once again, leave your message so that we may be able to provide information that is relevant to what you want to hear. Thank you. Hey, welcome. I'm David Thomas, and we're back on another episode of you know our little podcast here that we've been doing about current affairs, entertainment, and uh, different religions. Uh, situations that's going on in america today welcome everybody and um i hope that you uh, find a way to reach out to me to be a part of this podcast um just getting started so these are some of the first moments as i learn more this is a learning experience for me and not as well um only to be sharing information and hopefully have a platform where we can live in truth and, and discuss things that matter today um, because it's not common that we have opportunity to be candid um, without violence, without ignorance. You know, we try to keep this uh, podcast uh, as PG-13 as possible so everybody could be a part of it. Um, I I pulled up some information today and uh, I know that uh, we saw uh, the advertisement of CBS getting ready to do a podcast, excuse me, not a podcast, that's what I'm doing, but rather a show on the Black Wall Street. Now, we uh, know in Florida recently, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, uh, had uh, advertised and pushed out there that he wanted to get rid of what they consider to be critical history. Now, I wonder, since this has actually never been, you know, something that the country has asked for forgiveness for or even explained to what, how does something like this could happen? Um, 
um, to no regard other than now the truth is more, I think, streaming more to what happened. And today I come to you live and uh, hopefully we can discuss that issue of what they call Black Wall Street. Now, these situations have happened all over the world. You know what I'm saying? If it, I know that I'm a descendant of, you know, a Florida situation of a massacre. My grandmother, uh, at Rosewood, actually, uh, my grandmother's relatives were uh, murdered in that. Um, I'm very aware of it. And I guess they don't want to talk about it. They, my family never really talked about those experiences because I believe they... They were something they wanted us not to be victimized by, traumatized. But we have been traumatized in many other ways. Believe that and dealing with trauma is not good. It's programmed into your DNA um, from a lot of the slave acts that occurred to um, black people throughout the years uh, of, of existence in this in this situation. But like I was saying, Ron DeSantis, you know, he came up. They came up with a law, and I guess they whatever they consider to be critical history or is not published to be school doctrine cannot be taught there, and that would include stuff uh, I believe like like this, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, also is something that cannot be advertised. I know that that's uh, something, but I wanted to go on and talk about you know just this incident today of. Uh, Black Wall Street, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm just reading excerpts from different things that I find, but I wanted to explain it in a way that everybody can understand. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about, um, you know, many for decades in Oklahoma, students, you know, weren't required to learn about the Tulsa race uh, massacre in school in, in many different schools in, in the country. Um, now, you know, now some residents and educators worry about uh, the state laws that could derail progress uh, about just training the kids about the tragedy that so many people had lost um, and which, you know, was basically given to, was protected by the system in which we call, you know, governing bodies called the police and, and government. And much, much of the black community were burned down and, and, leaving you know, over 300 people dead, you know, based on the law, you know, signed by many governors, it restricts public public schools. Now this is, and it's, it talks about its guilt, anguish, or any other form of physical distress or account of his or her race or sex. So you're not allowed to discuss, you know, what your people have went through. You know, saying what your history is, and you know, I, I all the time I hear, I hear arguments and debates about uh, the Confederate flag and what it means to have it, and you know, it, it has nothing to do with race or anything. But when when they talk about the Confederate flag, uh, what are they saying? You know, is that? It, <laughs> Is is that what we? It's, it's not about race. So uh, is our history? Is our history and the fact that we're not allowed to explain our history the way we know it to be? And if we take it and know it to be fact, and it is fact, um, where now you're getting to see it on major screens and and television productions talking about the history and giving the actual uh, detail, you know, tutorial of what happened by the people that were involved in it. 
so that that's real big and i i wonder why these governors are are, are stepping up and saying that we cannot allow it allow these things to occur and using you know different things to say that this is okay because you know i feel like you know you can't erase people's history by using the law to to discount it and uh for me that's that says there's a, still suppression going on in government i always say that i've been victimized by you know i've been silenced and all that in many different ways um so you know people come for you and they know what you're capable of if you were to reach your full potential and then they would rather do things to destroy you now so i get that i get all the things that we see today is nothing new under the sun you know we're hoping that our people or if you want to say that you're in a group of people which i feel like we're all really one race when we think about it because we're all here on the planet dealing with the same issues why separate ourselves uh, according to color unless it's going to improve the way we are treated unless it's going to improve our ultimate health and lifestyle but like i said this event in tulsa oklahoma happened in black you know so i think this may be a situation since it's not taught in these schools that they challenge that these discussions to be had even if it's brought forth by the students um a lot of people didn't learn about the uh tulsa race massacre until many of the people were adult and you know uh, you know it, it's it's like in oklahoma different senators and the co-author of uh, Ohio, uh, excuse me, of Oklahoma bill that allow, allows for this whole thing to happen, you know, under, under the eyes of, you know, it's, it's just real funny. It's like how oppressive this is. This, this basically says you cannot organize on the facts of history. And even though they say that this history occurred, we're not allowed to discuss it in schools. I see that in Oklahoma, the state largest district approved a resolution denying denouncing the legislation uh, in Tulsa public schools. It's, it's the second largest district, and the law has no implication there for how it teaches about the massacre. Tulsa officials rolled out a new curriculum on the massacre this month for grades three through twelve. Uh, the history was painful, and their approach is firmly grounded in the belief that one human being isn't worth more than another. The Tulsa district said in a statement, uh, I guess they were referring to the uh, legislation, and I guess some people may feel that this, this legislation is the way to say basically your history doesn't matter, that, you know, the oppressiveness that you live today through your ancestry and dna does not matter so i i want to hear what you got to say and we'll discuss it and talk about it more i just wanted to just bring this topic to our podcast so you can go and check it out i'm david thomas and i wanted to thank you for joining us this evening and sunday as we get ready for memorial day um, i hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend and enjoying one more day i hope of good times and enjoying and celebrating the loss and lives of our military fallen and anyone that has fallen in the line of duty. We give thanks and honor to God. And until next time, I'll see you later coming live from right here. <laughs> and hope you'll join us next time. Have a great day. 
Hey everybody, I'm back and we wanted to get into the first subject matter. As you can see that we have a lot going on in America. Right now we have coronavirus, which is some type of disease or virus that came from somewhere else. They said it came from the exposure from to animals. I'm like, gosh, how could you get a virus that's new to a creature of people um, that from an animal like what would they have to do did the animal sneeze fart or anything to make that happen but we're not talking about today that's going to be on a later episode what i want to talk about today is i want to talk about DeSantis and our governor of florida who is put a moratorium or some type of political law against critical history being taught in florida schools now what does this mean you know, my thing is, I'm going to just read an excerpt of what I think they're trying to express it. This came from an article um, online. It says, Governor Ron DeSantis is poised to declare victory on another front in what his critical critics, excuse me, his critics call a culture war, with his administration expected to approve new limits on how racial history is taught in Florida schools. The Republican governor has spent weeks ridiculing critical race theory, which examines the role has played in shaping American history and modern society. Now a rule going before the Florida Board of Education on June 10th is intended to endorse the Sanders view that teachers should not be indoctrinated, indoctrinating kids with faddish ideologies. What does that mean? They're supposed to be teaching the basics that I quote, they're supposed to be teachers, this is Governor DeSantis, y'all, they're supposed to be teaching the basics and let them make sense of this for himself. Said DeSantis, after signing into law a new crackdown on social media platforms, a measure sought by many defenders of former President Donald Trump. Sounding alarms about critical race theory has emerged as a key talking point nationwide for Republican candidates courting cultural conservative voters. DeSantis is up for re-election next year and is widely viewed as a possible White House contender in 2024. Now, now people, y'all, can y'all tell me what does this mean? What does critical race theory mean? Does it have to be uh, provided by facts? Is there any facts involved with that in order for you to spew out? Because it's up to each one of us individuals to sit there and shape our ideology. You know, we, if you remember Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis had the biggest battle. He and Andrew Gillum was the first time contenders for the governor of the state of Florida. What does this mean? One of the most uh, powerful states in our union. Of course, you know, I like to mention that the real country of this nation is called the First Nation, which is still being occupied. But since we're conformed to live in this new system, excuse me, I'm not being extreme because I love the red, white, and blue, but I must be truthful. Is that critical history that my facts about the first nation of this country just become critical history and could incite riots and could incite virus, violence? I mean, we have to look at what's really true here. The truth is that we had a nation that has been occupied for hundreds of years and has done so many things that have uh, destroyed, you know, what that was. So if you know any Native Americans of this country, and actually there are a lot of people that are of black color 
um, that are also considered Native American because this is true. Why would this be considered critical history? Because the Black Lives Matter movement got involved and used a lot of the factual history of our past that may bring forth the truth as far as how we all can be together as one. Because if you think about it, if you look at religion, I think it's easier with most people that practice any type of religion is that we see that people that practice Christianity, we see that they're more at will to listen to the ideal of that there's so many different cultures that God has created for his purpose, and they go with that. But I'm finding out day after day that there's more people in our makeup of our situation that are that may not believe in God. Is there something wrong with me believing God? Or is it just relies on how someone else's perception of how I receive God or how I believe in God? We're going to take a moment. We'll be right back in just a moment. Our segments are going to be around five and ten minutes. I'll give you a second after this segment to go ahead and give me some ideas of how you feel about this subject. I know that I've just only expressed what is going on, but how do you feel this subject matters affect the way that these cultures that have had histories in which, like my family, I'm going to share it with you guys, that I am a Rosewood family member descendant of Florida and other cultural people that have done well in the times after slavery that had been ripped of their opportunity to to provide in future for the for their future. So we must take a look and see what what's really going on in America today and say how does it reflect as far as what we're doing today. So if you would take a moment and just go ahead and write down in, in anywhere that it allows you to write now so I can read it. In your messages send me a message whatever in connection to this story and i hope that you will give me some input and we can further discuss this story at a later date well i'm glad you joined me today and this has been a update on what's going on in america as you know we try to be live we try to be current and we try to get information and we try to include you in what stories we bring to you in the future so Click right on in for the next episode of our show, and we welcome you to also participate through our messaging system.